football podcast called Live in the Stream comes to you each week. Streaming recommendations during NFL season, it's not just tongue and cheek. Quarterback, defense, tight end recommendations based on opposition matchups. Here are your podcast hosts, JJ Zacharyson and Danny Carter. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Living the Stream. I'm JJ Zacharyson, the late-round quarterback, and as always, I am joined by my almost, almost lovely co-host, Denny Carter. Denny, what's going on, buddy? I, uh, I, I'm logged on, and I am overstimulated right now. We're recording the podcast. We're about to start the draft. I am tilting hardcore. We are, and we have another special guest, as we do every year for the Listener League Draft, our friend, our pal, our connection to Hollywood, Tom Everett Scott. Tom, what's going on, buddy? Hey, how you doing, everybody? It's good to it's good <laughs> to have you on? on. It's good to have you on for it's the annual the annual S show episode. Very, very good to have <laughs> I you. I love it. I'm uh, here for the S show. We we saw on Twitter today that you can throw a football well, which is good. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I, I Thank thought you. I thought the, I thought the form was was pretty strong. I mean, I can't move my arm now. have you been have you ever done have you done any sports related movies other than like i know that you did the one where you were the the bookie right or you were it was it was about the bookie right yeah yeah i was like does that count being a degenerate gambler yeah i mean that's probably more uh in tune with this podcast than actually being on like you know like some some you know like uh, remember the titans or something but uh, yeah, ab- but absolutely. No. I think I think that you, you you really speak to our audience by by playing a degenerate gambler. I was just channeling, you know, all those people I follow on Twitter. Yeah, I hear uh, you. I, but as far as like playing a, an athlete, no, never done that. Okay, I was just curious. I don't know if I've. I feel like I'm I'm pretty in tune with what you've worked on and stuff, and what you're currently working on. I don't. I didn't recall your IMDb IMDb page saying that you were a quarterback in any sort of movie. No, never. I mean, on a TV show that was totally just uh, quickly, you know, off the air. It was called The Street. It was about Wall Street. And I did an episode where we played like a company football game. And uh, I remember just throwing the football so much in that in that day of filming that uh, I think I suffered like permanent damage. And you said and you said never again. Never again. The draft the, the draft yeah. has started, you guys. The draft has started in the one spot. Uh, Christian McCaffrey just went. Now, this league, so you guys know, this league has a ton of flex spots. Uh, it's full PPR. Um, it, it's, it's, there is a kicker in the defense because Denny's in it. Um, but it's, uh, it, it's, it's going to be very interesting uh, because there are so many flex spots. So I would assume that quarterbacks are going to drop even further, not just because this is a league uh, with people who are listening to a show about streaming the position, uh, but first overall was from Sam. He went with uh, Christian McCaffrey. Second overall uh, went uh, Saquon Barkley. Uh, then went Alvin Kamara. And then fourth overall went DeAndre Hopkins. So, Tom, you're picking seventh, wow. I believe. There you go. Whoa, I am. I'm picking after you, huh? Odell Beckham just went fifth overall. Now, I'm drafting in the sixth spot. I, I, I actually have Ezekiel Elliott ranked ahead of David Johnson. Um, mm. but I told myself this over and over again this week that I don't think I'm actually taking Zeke fourth overall right now, just given the holdout situation. So I'm going to go with David Johnson and then I'm going to adjust my rankings on number fire because this is clearly how I feel about this Ezekiel Elliott situation right now. Adjust, adjust, adjust. 
but so I like David Johnson, David Johnson. For, for the upset. Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty pumped though that Tom is next to me in this draft because I can snipe him and and see him tilt uh, on air. Well, I I have your expert rankings from Number Fire sitting in front yeah, of me. That's I, true. That's I'm pretty true. sure I'm going to be sniping you, right? Yeah, that's that's a good point. That's a good point. Well, you're up how, how right I, now, I, Tom. You're up, Tom. How do, how do I select a player? I don't you, know. You click a guy, and then at the top it says draft the player. Dang. All right, I'm going to take Devontae. Okay, so Devontae goes seventh overall. My daughter's crying in the background right now because it's about <laughs> to be it's about to be uh, nighttime for her. Bedtime. Can we talk about the team names? I see so far, I see Evil Peter Overzet. Yeah, that's an interesting that. one. Le'Veon see... Bell goes eighth overall. I see my wife left me for Denny. Is that what I, <laughs> what I saw? <laughs> <laughs> I like I like Bethany's name, Demarius Targaryen. I thought that that's pretty good. Oh, that's and I'm good. usually I'm usually not a a player name pun person. I think that they're kind of corny usually, but you know to throw in that Game of Thrones reference is solid. Zeke finally off the board, ninth overall too, Bethany. So we have Zeke going ninth, which could be a huge value. Uh, Maryland Mediocres is Denny. He ended up going Julio uh, because he does not like running backs. Yeah, I, I, I get Julio in every draft. It, it's great It's great to have 100% exposure to a player. That's what all the experts do. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. 100% exposure to someone who, uh, who's, who's past uh, the age of 30. It's always good. Oh, God. Hey, I oh. love Julio this year. He's always, he's always just like the past couple years he's been just slightly undervalued, you know? Like it's, he's yeah. just so easy to just go and target. Um, so I, I feel you there. I feel you. They have I, I improved offensive line Michael in Atlanta. Thomas. Yeah, I like I, Michael Thomas too. Yeah, and I also consider Juju, honestly. I, I mean, I think Juju's ceiling is pretty much as high as Julio's. Yeah, without, I'm with you there. Without the, and it's without the 31-year-old legs. <clears throat> That's right. No, I, I'm with you on Juju. I think that he – I mean, I said it a lot on shows and stuff that I went on this offseason. I think that you can make the case that Juju's the wide receiver one. Like you can at least yeah. make that case and it shouldn't yeah. shock anyone if he just ends up being the wide receiver one this year. Speaking of Juju, he went 12th overall. That's a good pick. Yeah, that is a good pick. So now you have, so 12th overall, that was the Tony. Uh, Michael Thomas went to Derek. Denny, I told you, got Julio. Bethany uh, got Zeke. Uh, Matthew got Le'Veon. And then Tom got Devontae Adams. So we've been, we've been through through almost the first round. We're now at 13th overall house jeans, which is paying homage to, to Jim Sonis, uh, and, and his, his house jeans and his, his outside jeans. So Jim, Jim should feel proud that he's, he's made it, you know, to the, the, this, the whole gene situation has made it all the way to the league. Yeah. I mean, he, his, his jeans are all anyone talks about anymore. His That's various jeans right. inside, outside people are obsessed with, in, with his pants. You yeah. Know? By the way, speaking of Jim, uh, him and Ed Fang are doing a great new podcast called Covering the Spread that you guys should check out. It's a it's a sports betting podcast, so if you're a degenerate, definitely check that out. House Jeans ended up taking James Conner. Can't fault that. I feel like James Conner's a fairly safe pick this year. It's funny to see Kelsey drop out of the first round. This is the first draft that I've done where he's dropped out of the first round because we only draft with other fantasy writers, and some of them are really on board with Kelsey in the first Dalvin Cook, 14th overall, which I, I won't lie, you guys. I love Dalvin Cook this year. He, he's my he's my RB6. Really? He's my RB6 in, in PPR formats this season. Yeah, I'm very Excellent. into Dalvin Cook. You have Kevin Stefanski, their new offensive coordinator, who coordinated the final three games of their season last year in neutral game scripts. They had a 1.21 pass-to-rush attempt ratio. Before Stefanski, it was 1.68. So they became way more run-heavy. 
Uh, really hurt Adam Thielen as a result, but I love I love Dalvin Cook. Nick Chubb could also, I mean, Nick Chubb has a very high ceiling as well. He goes 15th overall, so a really nice turn uh, with going Dalvin Cook and then Nick Chubb for Tony, I, I, or for Troy, rather. I really like well, that. Uh, apparently, Troy has canceled zero RB season, so that's, that's tilting for me. He has. Tom, what are you working on right now, buddy? I just finished a Netflix uh, family show called The Healing Powers of Dude, which is about a boy with anxiety who gets an emotional support dog. It's a, it's a comedy. We did eight episodes. Um, I played the dad on that, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was a really like, sweet, um, funny show. So oh, excited like for people it. to see that. Yeah, and then like uh, I'll go, yeah, yeah it's really going to be fun. Um, and then I'm going to Savannah, Georgia in October to start filming an NBC show called uh, Council of Dads. Nice. And then, uh, yeah. Uh, and then season three of I'm Sorry After That. Man, Savannah's close to Charlotte, Tom. Only only about three hours, three to four hours. And it's, that's true. I thought about that. It's going to be during football season, so maybe we'll have to do a Sunday. Yeah, Uh-oh. I hear that. Could always just drive over to Atlanta and watch a Falcons game. I'll just come swing by Fantastic. and pick, pick you up, and we'll just go. We'll go do it to it. I'm only 12 hours yeah, away, guys. Yeah, there you go. Just hop in the car. That's right. Uh, Keenan Allen went after Nick Chubb, uh, and then after Keenan Allen was Mike Evans. Who would you? I, I personally like Mike Evans over Keenan Allen this year. Are you guys in, in agreement there? I know Denny is. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I'm. I, I mean, you know, I'm a Mike Evans truther from way back, but um, yeah. I mean with the Arians offense and everything yeah he's he's uh he was someone I was hoping to get actually here in the second but obviously I'm gonna have to go with someone else Travis Kelsey going 18th overall so Denny is now on the clock after getting Julio in the first round be interesting to see which way this mediocre podcast co-host goes oh oh it's gonna (laughs) stay mediocre (laughs) by the way guys I I I was thinking earlier today, I can't remember who won this league last year. <sighs> oh, boy. Oh, Me neither. <laughs> yeah, Denny, Denny goes with T.Y. Hilton, who, by the way, has had his best camp of his career, if you guys haven't heard. Oh. I, I can't believe that. You know, I, I was reading about all the people who have had their worst camp of their lives today, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's uh, it's that that I was I was questioning quote tweeting that um and and saying basically saying that that this is the quintessential thing that you just don't pay attention to, um, right. but I didn't want to like talk junk on Roto World or something because they're obviously reporting it. Tyreek Hill goes after T Y Hilton. So Denny, why'd you go T Y over Tyreek Hill? I have him with a slightly higher uh, floor. So I do the fantasy equity scores that I have on draftdayconsultants.com. Check it out. And uh, he has a slightly higher floor than uh, than Hill, although Hill has a slightly higher ceiling. Um, so I just, I, believe it or not, I went with something rather safe rather than rather than risking it all all the time in these drafts, which I which I usually do. Gotcha. Wow. So so Gurley went right. Yeah, Gurley Gurley went. So Tom is up, and and admittedly the the draft board already sucks because it's a fourteen team league. So we're at the the midpoint in the second round. Right. Okay. So uh, such a question. Like, do I do I keep going with receivers because it's just going to dry up so quick? Last year, receivers went flying off the board. Yeah. 
They sure did. Uh, you have but, 14 but Joe seconds. Mixon, Joe Mixon's sitting there or Kittle. I think I'm going to go with uh, George Kittle. Kittle season. Kittle season. I am contemplating two different people here. Okay, because because I'm up I'm up after Tom, I'm gonna I'm 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 contemplating between Joe Mixon and actually Carry On Johnson, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna go with Joe Mixon, um, and the main reason is you know I, he, he the the Bengals offensive line is already banged up AJ Green is already hurt but if you look at last season, Joe Mixon still thrived and was good in a really really bad situation so I'm not not that low on on Mixon as as others are so I started with David Johnson and Joe Mixon. I love I love that the argument like one of the main arguments for for carry on and I'm not saying it's wrong by the way but one of the main arguments is that the Lions will run even if it hurts the team. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, right, right. They'll, they'll run no matter what to own the libs. So you you want you want the guy who is going to benefit from that uh, uh, self detrimental strategy that they're going to employ. That's right. After Joe Mixon was Melvin Gordon to me a really risky selection. Um, if you look at the contract situation, what it looks like uh, could happen is that he uh, could really just pl- could wait until week nine or ten uh, so that his contract doesn't toll to the next season. Um, and it, it, you know, they actually have decent alternatives in Justin Jackson and Austin Eckler. So I do think that Melvin Gordon at twenty fourth overall is a little bit pricey for me, but it could pay off obviously because he's a a top half of the first round pick if everything goes well. After that goes uh, Antonio Brown, uh, who finally decided that he's going to play with with this uh, helmet situation. Uh, then Stefan Diggs goes off the board, which I was I'm happy to see Stefan Diggs go ahead of Adam Thielen. Uh, I'm I'm a I'm a Diggs over Thielen guy. Uh, good to see that in this draft. And then Devontae Freeman goes 27th overall, who I'm also fairly bullish on this season. I think that he's in a in a good spot. Any surprises to you guys? Well, I actually am curious, Denny. Do you? Yeah. Pick Thielen over Diggs or Diggs over Thielen? Um, uh, for for fear of being drummed out of the fantasy industry, I would go Diggs over Thielen. That's right. Yeah. That, that, that's that's the that's that's the, that's the thing we're doing this year. And I actually I actually agree with the the process for it. Um, but Is I, it I because of the ceiling you, or? Well, you can get you can get a value sometimes on Thielen. Not every draft, but sometimes because people I think have become so low on Thielen from all the. Um, the naysaying, which is which again has the basis in reality, um, but but yeah, I think I go Diggs over Thielen. I, uh, I I wrote up Adam Thielen actually as a player to avoid at his current cost in an article that just published today. Oh, um, I know. Or yesterday, and it's really interesting. Adam Thielen during the second half of last year, he's basically a low end wide receiver too, and a lot of that was because they stopped using him as much in the slot through the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. And my fear with that is they could run a lot of 12 personnel this season and have two tight ends on the field. But then on top of that, uh, they have Chad Beebe, who, could leg- who, who is only a slot receiver. So if they run 11 personnel, and if he's their third wide receiver, that's going to shift Adam Thielen to the outside. Stefan Diggs thrives more. I mean, he's Stefan Diggs can play anywhere and play anywhere well. There's going to be a dramatic j- difference with, with a guy like Thielen going more to the outside. And that's partially why we saw his numbers drop last season. So... I'm just, I think there are enough reasons where, you know, Thielen certainly is a, a top, you know, 20 wide receiver, but I would just take the safety with Diggs over, over Thielen at this point. Um, is that, is that Don Beebe's kid? It is. That's how I'm old everyone so is. old. I'm a hundred years old. Don yeah. Beebe has a kid in the NFL. Tom, <laughs> help me. Oh my. I'm sorry, man. I know that freaked me out too. 
Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, don't they have just like a narrower? I mean, can can Kirk Cousins be any good? You know, if they're going to run the ball more. If they've got right Kubiak's there, right? He's kind of like the yeah. offensive coordinator, sort of. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a narrow it's a narrow target tree, right? So they're going to see a large target share in that offense. Those guys, I just you know, I, I think that we're going to just see a pretty run heavy offense in general there. Um, and that, that, that too can hurt both of those wide receivers, but I just prefer Diggs. Diggs is also younger and, and I would say more talented, like Adam Thielen's incredibly, incredibly good, but just like combine the youth with that. I'm on the clock right now. So I've gone running back, running back and the wide receivers on the board right now, I probably would have gotten Edelman who just got drafted. The best wide receiver on the board right now is Amari Cooper. I'm kind of in the middle with Cooper this season. And then you get a pretty big drop to Robert Woods, Chris Godwin, Kenny Galladay. I think you can easily make the argument for Amari Cooper, but I'm going to shoot for upside and I'm going to start running back, running back, running back. And I'm going to get a guy who could, who has that workhorse three down potential. And he was a player who helped win this championship for the dad runners last year. It's my boy, Aaron Jones. Aaron Q. (laughs) Jones, the eighth. Love that guy. So I started running back, running back, running back, which is not what I really wanted to do at all. I'm going to go with the guy that you were talking about and draft Cooper. I think that's a good pick. I mean, honestly, JJ, your your running back times three star, I I consider this a personal (laughs) attack, a personal attack against me. Yeah, I kind of, that was part part of the reason why I did it. I, I believe I did something similar last season, though, too. Um, and I, I don't know if you remember, though, uh, who won the league, Denny. Well, <laughs> we have to look it up. We're, we actually meant to do that before the show. Yeah. Uh, right. I think it was a rando listener, actually. Yeah. Uh, so I took Aaron Jones at 34th overall. Then Tom took Amari Cooper. And mm-hmm. then uh, Robert Woods fell off the board, which makes Demarius Targaryen on the board right now. Best player available, according to Yahoo, is Marlon Mack. Zach Ertz still on the board, someone who I think is fairly overrated this season. Derrick Henry still on the board. Uh, and then Chris Godwin is actually ranked as the top wide receiver right now, which means why my wide receiver one is likely to be someone like Tyler Boyd, Alshon Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not it's not going to be good for me. We'll see what happens though. I, I thought it was my turn for a second, and then I freaked out and I click three buttons um yeah yeah so i'm 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 tilting pretty hard right now over oh it's my turn okay uh godwin or galladay and talking about the exposure part of it i feel like i'm a bit overexposed to your boy babytron yeah so i'm gonna go with the guy chris godwin you know uh i'll never forget where i was like pete Overzet. i'll never forget where i was when when chris godwin was gonna miss the entire season uh, for about five minutes on Twitter. Yeah, today, right? Today. Yeah. But apparently, he hurt, he hurt his hamstring for for thirteen seconds, and, I think, and everyone, including myself, freaked out. I think he's really? okay. I'm going with him. I went with Godwin. Here we go. I have I have Godwin ranked ahead of Babytron right now. Yeah, I know, and that that makes me feel better. Is Godwin the most hyped player of the off season? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah. He's got it. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like it. I mean, I mean, for for a wide receiver two on his own team to receive this level of hype, it is it's um it's a lot. I wonder, you, you I wonder, it. I wonder if we we if we would see this had it not been for what we've seen out of Minnesota and those again that narrow target tree going you know with with Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen, and then what we saw with Juju last year, like like he is he he's he's basically 
this like people are th- assuming, and I think that it's logical that he's this year's Juju. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's not probably not going to perform to that level, but I mean, also you were able to get Juju like much later, weren't you? Then, then it was the around first. this. It was around around where where Godwin typically goes. Like uh, mid fourth round. Tom Tom's dog wow. is going going ham right now. Yeah, there's a, there's a FedEx guy leaving a package on the front porch. Guys, it's okay. <laughs> Podcasting is that, gold. Is that Bowie? Yes, this is Bowie uh, barking and arrow. Yeah, Bowie from the from the video. Pete says that she could be a uh, the next Airbud, which I'm excited about. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Kenny Galladay. Sorry, go ahead, Denny. I was gonna say, and Pete has been analyzing dog uh, ball catching for years, so he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, so Galladay went after Chris Godwin, which makes sense. We were talking about those two, then DJ Moore, then Tyler Lockett. It's making me hate myself to not have a wide receiver one right now, (laughs) but Hey, you can still get Curtis Samuel, the wide receiver (laughs) one overall. It'll be, it'll be great. My team will be great. This is usually not the direction I go with drafts. It's just that I always get so startled. Uh, being on uh, doing this podcast while drafting that I end up going RB times three. And then yeah, Tyler uh, Boyd drops off the board. I, I am going to, going to have some fun. We had Tom Whalen host, host this show last year, host the draft show and JJ did quite well. So I'm glad that we're back to JJ uh, just having his attention split between two things and um and and piling up running back like like it's uh 2004 you know yeah it'll be it'll it'll be a fun year for me can't wait till they all get hurt <laughs> me neither i'm tilting right now straight tilting uh the best wide receiver on the board according to yahoo is allen robinson who i like mm. but again that's that's what we're working with right now JJ's wide receiver one is going to be uh, Mike Williams. I'm, I'm guessing. Marlon Mack off the board. That's good. I like seeing uh, running backs get drafted. Troy, Troy, Troy our, our league mate Troy said, "I have two running backs that don't that don't catch." Brilliant. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His his current roster. I'm going to pull it up really quick. Uh, he took, he took Nick Chubb and Marlon Mack. Those are the two, but he also has Dalvin cook. There's a decent trio of running backs right there. I am a little nervous. Oh God. Calvin Ridley just dropped off the board. Uh, I am a little nervous, not just about the wide receivers on my team, but I'm a little nervous about Andrew Luck in this new situation with this bone in his leg. Yeah. What, What are they saying? What bone? Uh, apparently you have a calf bone. (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's, Sorry, that's essentially... I don't know which bone that is. <laughs> yeah, no, I've no. There, there's some bone that's like near his calf that had like I think there was like a calf injury. They thought it was like uh, something that had to do with his Achilles right, at, at one, one point, point. Wasn't he saying? Wasn't he saying? Yeah, wasn't he saying he was feeling it in his ankle and everyone was like, "Ooh, a calf strain that he's feeling in his ankle." That's yeah. weird, right? And then there, I guess uh, something came out today about uh, there being some like loose bone or something or, or some something. I'm not uh, a doctor, clearly. But are you not? Uh, it's 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 scary. I'm a doctor of, of fantasy football, Denny. Uh, I'm, <laughs> right. I'm a doctor of hosting very very mediocre podcasts as well. Uh, but I'm I, I think you got to be nervous about that whole offense to a degree, right? I mean, T. Y. Hilton showed that he can at least produce with uh, Jacoby Brissett, but I do think that you have to worry about the running back situation if Andrew Luck were to miss time. Right. 
you have to still worry about True. um about T.Y. Hilton to a degree, but all right, guys, uh, it's it's my turn. I'm thinking of reaching reaching pretty 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 hard here. I know getting, what you're gonna do. You know you know what I'm gonna do. What am I gonna yeah. do? Christian Kirk. Oh my God, you are that's it freaks me out that you. Knew that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that, that was like that was like someone telling my few or like someone like guessing my my like dad's birthday or something <laughs> oh I could you feel monster it. i could feel it oh yeah we you don't know me you don't know me get you're out of definitely here. gonna get christian kirk and he gets Christian Kirk, 47th <laughs> overall. You don't know me. Stop Just to give it. you guys some context, to give you guys some context, here are the wide receivers on the board. Cooper Cup, Robbie Anderson, Mike Williams, Alshon Jeffrey, Will Fuller, Dante Pettis, Jarvis Landry, Corey Davis, D.D. Westbrook, Sammy Watkins, Curtis Samuel, the wide receiver one for, for uh, Carolina, evidently. Um, so, I mean, look, I, I don't, I don't think it's nearly as egregious as what, you know, people see as like a fourth round player, right? Well, th- this is, this is, first of all, it's a 14 team league. That's everyone right. remember that. Secondly, secondly, I would have no chance at Christian Kirk the next time I come around on, on, on the board. Uh, so that, that was, that was my chance. I like him slightly more than some of the players available. Um, I'm, I'm really tepid on Robbie Anderson, by the way. So that's, that's one thing. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I, I, so Tom's on the board right now. Uh, Tom's team is Devonte Adams, Amari Cooper, and George Kittle. So he also is going fairly zero RB thus far. Derek right, Henry's so still on the board. Technical difficulties with the website. I don't want. Uh oh. I lost the. Uh, I lost the draft. Oh okay, no! I'm gonna pause. I the logged draft. out. Pause the draft. Uh, I don't know. Okay, I'm back in. Okay. I'm back in. Tom is in. All right. He's in. Are you good? In folks. I think I'm good. 10 seconds. Um okay, hold on. I can pause it. Yeah, pause it. I'm good. I got it. I oh. got it. Oh, wow. he got it in. Yes. All right, he got Chris Carson, which is a great pick. Uh so I have to get I have to get a wide receiver here. Like I have to. Um and there's no really good wide receivers on the board. I'm going to just go with my gut go with a player who actually averaged almost the same number of targets as his teammate, who's a top 10 wide receiver last season uh, when he was healthy, this guy did. Uh, I'm going to go with Sammy Watkins. hey It's risky because I don't have anything at at wide receiver, but he's going to be the start of me just putting together a wide receiver library. Yeah, look, when you can can attach yourself... Seriously, this is a real take. When you can attach yourself to the highest... The most potent offense in the NFL, you do it. That's right. That's right. I have regrets about that Aaron Jones pick. I'll say that. I have well, regrets. But, I mean, that's your guy, though. That's true. That's true. He follows me on Twitter. Oh, dang. yeah, you had to. Jeez. We're 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 pals. We're pals. It's because early on in the in the recruitment process, in the prospecting process, I should say, not recruitment. Uh, I loved Aaron Jones, and I found him on Twitter, and I just followed him when he had like three thousand followers. Mm. And then he followed back because he he wasn't big time yet. You know, now he's big time. So you're an Aaron Jones OG truther. Is what I am. Saying. That's right. So I got Sammy Watkins, then Josh Jacobs, Patrick Mahomes, and David Montgomery, and Sony Michelle fell off the board. That's really the reason why I I do have regrets about not getting a wide receiver earlier. 
Um, but at least my trio of running backs are three guys that yeah. should see a pretty big workload. Yeah. By the way, I think me saying OG is a hate crime in 11 states. So I just want to <laughs> apologize Stop. for that. So right now we are about to end the fourth round. With, <laughs> with evil Peter Overzet. With evil po- Peter Overzet, who has Adam <laughs> Thielen, Christian McCaffrey, and Carrion Johnson. A pretty good, a pretty good start. If if Pete was evil, he would actually kill me during the recording of Fantasy Mensa. Because I mess that stuff up all the time. Do you? Oh man, he, but he's he's a pro. Pete, you don't. Oh yeah, he's so good. You guys don't understand. Pete is like he's like an an actor. Yeah. 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 Im- improv. I, I guy. definitely uh, connect with him on that level. Yeah. Yeah. I had guy. I had him over. We did some. We did some. Yeah. We did some scenes. Yeah. We did some stuff out of a Shakespeare book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you, he he's for real. I'm I'm over here like just trying not to flub every line, and and he's and he's like playing it for real. Like I, sometimes I can't even tell when we're re- if, when it, we're like when we're on when we're recording. I'm like Pete, you're too real. Right, uh, Derek Henry and Jarvis Landry go at the turn. I won't lie, I was considering Jarvis Landry this next round because I kind of want that higher floor player, um, and that really doesn't exist any. Oh, and then Alshon Jeffrey falls off the board, who I would have taken at my next pick. So this is this is fun, guys. I'm not tilting at all. <laughs> James White falls off next. Robbie Anderson. So we have two more picks before mine. So my wife left me for Danny is up. I'm just going to go really, really just insane pick here, similar to what Denny did. Oh. Yeah, I mean, my, with, with 14 teams, you, you sometimes do have to reach. It's, it's, such, a, it's such a long way. My My team... Uh, or sorry, my rankings have Dante Pettis next, I believe. Um, I don't like Corey Davis much. D.D. Westbrook's interesting, but I'm still fearful of that offense in general. Pettis just went off the board. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to get Carolina's number one wide receiver and draft oh, yeah. Curtis Samuel next. Um, oh, no. Which wow. I'm assuming, I'm assuming that 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 selection of Curtis Samuel, he's probably wide receiver. He's in the, like we've had probably 30 wide receivers taken so far, at least. Yeah, at least. So he's past wide receiver 30. I think I have him at like wide receiver 34, 35. Ian already in chat right now said, Oh God damn it. Which means that I just, I won that pick just because one yeah, person tilted. I, I like to apologize yeah. to the kids. Oh, this is me now, huh? Oh yeah. Everyone's tilting about that Curtis Samuel pick right now. That life is meaningless, someone says in the chat makes, room. Makes me feel good about it. Will Fuller goes to Tom, which looks pretty good right now. Will Fuller does with this Kiki QT injury. Yeah. I, I can never say his name right. I, 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 I mess it up every time. It's like it's like the letter Q and T. QT. QT. Uh, okay. Yeah, QT. Okay. Yeah, Kiki QT. I mean, I feel, I feel, I always feel like I'm saying it in a way that's mocking him, and I don't, and I, and I, and, you know, and I don't want to, I don't, yo, you're such a QT, like I don't want to do that, you know, I don't want to no, be I've, mean about it. I feel like, no, I've, I've had to re-record myself on the late round podcast, uh, saying his name before, so I feel you. Okay, good, good. I've actually done the same on the podcast because I was like cutie. Yeah, no, it's it's a very very awkward uh, name to say. Oh man, people are tilting How bad into it? oblivion his uh injury uh i mean it, it should linger or could linger into the into the regular season and his splits last year will fuller was a lot better without cutie playing so oj howard just fell off the board now the reason i didn't go after howard um was because i needed wide receivers obviously but uh with this starting lineup 
you're you're flexing a lot of players. I just didn't really want to pay the more of that premium at tight end. I get why you would want to, but it's just the direction that I went. AJ Green off the board at 65th overall. That's interesting. That, that that's that feels a little early, but maybe not. I don't know. Bethany Bethany's going with the uh, the very very high risk team. She has she has Tyreek Hill. So there's what if something happens there, right? She has Cooper Cup who is coming off a torn ACL. She has AJ Green, who obviously is injured. And she has Zeke, who could hold out. Right. So there's a lot lot of question marks, but it's a very high upside team. Zach Ertz is also on the team. Hunter Henry off the board next. I went went with Henry. Uh, I went with Henry because I'm targeting somebody else, but I think they'll be around when I... Who is it? Want to get back to it? Well, we're not going to talk about that right none now. None of us, none of us picked before in between. Oh, okay. Oh, right, right, right. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry. I was trying to be really secretive. You um, I was. I am think thinking of targeting Dee Dee Westbrook. Okay. Just as a as a volume possible, a potential volume type pick, um, and also Henry. Um, I really like Henry in the fifth in a 14 team league. I I mean. We talked about actually JJ and I were talking today with Rich Rebar about how much late round tight end sucks. Like just is just a total d- disaster, an apocalypse at the end of uh, your drafts with tight ends. There's Jordan Reed and who else, you know? Right. So I don't want to I don't want to face that, and I want to lock up Henry when I could. Yeah, makes sense. David and Joku goes next, and then Miles Sanders after that to House Jeans. I'm really surprised to see Njoku go before Ingram. Um, yeah, me too. I, I mean, Engram and Hunter for uh, I keep saying Hunter. I don't know him personally. Uh, Engram <laughs> and Henry are are really uh, right there together for me. And then Onjoku is significantly far. You you so, can make you can make the argument that Evan Engram is the tight end four. Right. And, and so whoever made that pick, you, you suck. I'm just kidding. I'm just. Kidding. <laughs> oh oh, and by the way, the 69th overall player, folks, is Miles Sanders. Yeah, you you know he's gonna break out now. Oh, it has to. Now we just have to wait for the 420th pick of the draft. The, the worst part about this draft every year is that so my, my office can get really hot and when I have like the doors closed and stuff. And I just drank hot tea like oh. an idiot before oh. the show. So the back of my, I, my, 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 the first place that sweats in my body is the back of my knees. <laughs> and there they are right the back of my knees right now are are borderline dripping that, that, you know what i i have a similar thing i'm not trying to one-up you at all and by the way that's yeah, extremely cool. you're that's, gonna one-up my back knee sweat oh yeah listen <laughs> I, I have actual back sweat right now my pits are a horror show <laughs> right now um but but that's extremely personal and and I, I commend you for putting it out there yeah thank you thank you i needed to, i needed to throw it out there and then obviously tom just just not un- being a very understanding person with this condition just yeah. laughing at me listen i am such big fans of the two of you that this is a joy because i just get to sit back and laugh i hope you <laughs> the audience knows I'm still here. I'm just laughing. It, it, listen, Tom. Tom is so cool. He's never sweat. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, Tom doesn't. Tom does not sweat. I looked it up on his Wikipedia page. It said he has never sweat in his life. Oh man! So that's just to right, let you guys, right. I'm kind of known for it. Just to let you guys know where this draft has gone. Evan Ingram went after Miles Sanders at 70. Marquez Valdez Scantling 
was an early sixth round pick followed by Sterling Shepard. So we know that wide receivers are just going bonkers right now, um, which makes me feel like absolute garbage. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not even touching a run. I'm not even thinking running back for another hour. I'll be oh, falling man. asleep tonight. Guys, Westbrook is Westbrook is hurt. Oh my god. Is he? Well, hurt ish. I mean he has a he has, he has a groin, right? Groin soreness, which you know What do you wait? I mean maybe he you... just like had a little fun last night. Oh dang. This is a what family you... podcast for the little guy. <laughs> what do you guys think about uh Geis going right there? Mm-hmm. I don't like it. What wow. let me look at the running backs that are still on the board. Uh, yeah, I would take Tevin Coleman over him. Yeah. Tevin Coleman Tevin <laughs> Coleman just dropped off the board next. I, I would go Latavius, Lamar Miller. I'd go at least Latavius. And I'd maybe go, even maybe even Rashad Penny or Austin Eckler. Uh, I, yeah, I'd go Henderson. I mean, I, I, there's actually no universe in which I would ever take Geis if he if unless he's like a fifteenth round pick. Yeah, they have they have question marks all, along that entire team. We don't know how they're going to utilize yeah. him as a pass catcher. I, he's super talented. I've I've just viewed Darius Geis as a 2020 player rather than a 2019 one. Oh, D.D. Westbrook to Denny, so he does fall. Good, good call, Denny. Thank you. Good call. I am eyeing. Oh, I can't say because Tom drafts in front of me. Don't say anything. But I right. I know I know Ooh, who JJ's almost. not taking. I know he's not taking Tariq Cohen. Well, first of all, he has 15 running backs. But he also yeah. hates Tariq Cohen because he wants to own me online. It's true. It's true. There are, there are times where Cohen's fine. I just my my avoids <laughs> article and podcast is more about guys who have that truer ceiling, right? And Cohen can live up to his ADP. It's just more of that, you know, where's that ceiling coming from? Hey, for when you go really hardcore zero RB uh, and and you get like 11 points out of Cohen. You, it feels like a big win. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> right. He is a better zero RB type back. I get it. But I, I David Montgomery was the best running back in my prospect model. I'm pretty fair, fairly high on him. Next was Marvin Jones to Bethany. Do, do we really think that? Um... Ooh, Tariq Cohen. Th- th- before Matthew picked... He said, despite JJ just telling us not to do this because of my article, he picks oh, yeah. Cohen. So Tom is on the clock right now. Tom, don't snipe me, bro. Oh, oh man, I know who I want here. He's I, doing you, it. I'm going to pick a running. Uh, no, I'm picking a running back. What a nice uh, guy that, he is. Yeah. No, Tom. This, this, I have to. I have, I have receivers. Yeah. Tom goes Latavius Murray, solid pick. I like that. I am going to go with uh, what I see as a pretty high floor player because I kind of need that in my roster at wide receiver. It's an offense that's going to run a lot of plays. He might be old as hell, but he should be decent in this offense, and he should see a lot of volume. I'm going Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, what a homer pick. pick. It was a homer pick, too. Yeah, he, also, he also went to, to my alma mater. Not when I was there, though. He's older than me. Yeah, no, I, I have so much ex- exposure to Larry Fitzgerald that uh, you may you may question my credentials as a fantasy football expert. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna run down I'm gonna run down our teams real quick. Denny right now has Julio, T. Y. Hilton, Chris Godwin, Christian Kirk, D. D. Westbrook, and Hunter Henry. He's literally given the stiff arm to the running back position. Uh, Tom is more balanced. He has Devonte Adams, Amari Cooper, Will Fuller, Chris Carson, Latavius Murray, and George Kittle. Solid squad. 
I have crap wide receivers. Uh, my running backs are David Johnson, Joe Mixon, and Aaron Jones. My wide receivers are Sammy Watkins, Curtis Samuel, and Larry Fitzgerald. We'll see how this That's goes. Not bad. It, it could be worse. What, uh, what, what tight end do you think you're going to wind up with? Um, yeah, because you guys probably aren't going to go tight end, huh? Um, well, I don't know. Did Greg you get Olson? Yeah, yeah, he got a uh, he got Hunter Henry. Yeah, Hunter, oh, right. as they call him. Great so Kenyon Drake and Philip Lindsay just went back to back. Vance McDonald just dropped off the board. I would consider Vance in the next round, but I still need those wide receivers. Dang, v- Vance over Jared Cook, another personal attack launched against me during this draft. Unbelievable. I have I actually have Vance over Jared Cook right now too. God, I'm just being uh, Tom. Can you help me out? I'm being just bludgeoned over here. Man, the wide well, yeah, receivers I don't know what left to tell tough. you. You know, you've got the you, Danny. You've got the best takes in the game. I mean, you have such hot takes. <laughs> I feel like inside you're a normal guy, but because of your brand, you're just like, ah, oh, yeah. I gotta go with the takes, right? Oh yeah, no. People are when I go on podcasts, people's podcasts, they're like really disappointed when <laughs> when I'm not just like a take machine. When I'm like, well, actually, when you look at the numbers from last year, and they're like, well, no, I'm sorry, what you're. <laughs> You're supposed to. You're supposed to do the Wait, other no, thing. Danny. Do your bit. Right, right. Yeah, do, yeah dance, shit. dance, monkey, dance. Yeah, I also love. So uh, <laughs> we do that. We do the uh, the Apex League every year. The the Apex Expert League. So we've done. This is the sixth year that we've done it. Uh, two of the, the 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 two co-hosts of Living the Stream have won that league in the past. Including Denny, who won last year. I'm not talking about Tom here, guys. <laughs> Denny's the other co and. Denny Denny crushed us last year, and then people are on Twitter saying making fun of Denny being in the why like what, what well, I, I understand his Twitter presence, but he dominated us last year. You guys, he won that league. Oh, it's just it's funny because it's my fault. Listen, I took I take blame. I take the blame. I have uh, made it impossible uh, to take myself seriously or for people to take me seriously. But I I remain passionate about the game and about wanting to understand it more, wanting to play it, wanting to get better at it, all these things. It's the same now as it was five or six years ago, except for I have fun online. So usually people can't can't bridge that gap. Like, how can he have fun online and be serious about fantasy football? Right, <laughs> right. So Deshaun Watson just went off the board. I forgot to mention that 53rd overall was Patrick Mahomes, uh, two picks after I took Sammy Watkins. So uh, we have two quarterbacks off the board now. After Deshaun Watson was Cortland Sutton, and then Austin Eckler. That was at the turn from evil Pete Overzet. Uh, and then Geronimo Allison goes off the board at the start of the seventh round, just to give you guys an idea of what this wide receiver situation <laughs> looks like. It's going to be fun when it's my turn to pick. Very fun. I have no idea who I'm going to pick. Aaron Rodgers is QB3. Uh, John Paulson, by the way, tweeted out some very interesting stats about Aaron Rodgers' targeting slot receivers uh, in that he doesn't do it at, at a, in a, an incredible clip. You know, I think part of the the appeal of Allison playing the slot position primarily for Green Bay is that Aaron Rodgers throws to his slot receivers. Uh, Paulson's tweets say otherwise. I mean, not that he doesn't throw to the slot, but he doesn't do it at, at, a, at a league high pace. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm on the board right now, and I hate the wide receivers that are up. Uh, so I'm actually going to pivot and I'm going to go running back and it's between two guys right now and I can't decide who I know that, 
one of them's Rashad Penny. And I know that Tom likely won't get Penny because he already has Chris Carson. And then the other one is Daryl Henderson. Uh, and just looking at the upside there with what could happen if, if Todd Gurley is not 100%. Obviously, Daryl Henderson uh, has the upside. Uh, and I think that he's going to play a role regardless. And since this is the Living the Stream Listener League, and we strive for upside, I'm going with Daryl Henderson. Yeah. Wow. Daryl Henderson. I believe that Another I have Penny. Player. I think I have Penny ahead of Henderson, but I just, you know, it's one of those. Let's have fun. We're, we're trying to have fun here. And it's All right, easier. I'm going to pick a guy. That... Go ahead. Oh, sorry, man. Uh, no, you were you were you were saying that I'm just going to quickly pick a guy okay, who okay. I think is um, a decent wide receiver left left over. He's 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 in the, your team, the Steelers. Dante uh, Moncrief. Yeah, could could be could be pick. the two this no, year. I don't know. I dig it. I dig it. it. Could that's, be. that's what the that's what the wide receiver situation looks like in our league right now. What I was going to say about Henderson is just that like players like Henderson are a lot easier to draft in leagues. Uh, that are deep like this because you don't have to worry about the predictability as much because your starting lineup is so deep. So you can just throw them in your lineup and not have to think about start sit situations as much. Am I unnecessarily low on DK Metcalf? Like if, am I, have I, has the hate gone too far for me? Like he was just taken and I, I don't get it. I mean, I wouldn't have taken him there. He went right after Dante Moncrief and then Rashad Penny went um, and then Royce Freeman went. Obviously, guys, this is a wide receiver heavy draft, um, but DK Metcalf at that point, I, I, I probably wouldn't have looked his way. I, I'm on the board with the running back, folks. I have Royce Freeman, the fourth, oh. as my running back one. Hell yeah. <laughs> Denny just full-blown, full-blown zero RB. Apparently. And then Anthony Miller falls off the board next. Um, I have one running back or sorry, one wide receiver on my mind right now that I kind of want. Um, but I can't say it because Tom drafts in front of me. Who is it? Who is it? Let me see here. I know you can't uh, say, but... Uh, did you... Tyrell Williams. Gonna... Okay. Duke Johnson Jr. then goes off the board. We'll see. We'll see what happens. See if I can get this guy. Uh, our our league mate Troy says that he's coming out with a new book, folks. You, you got to get it when it hits the shelves. It's called "Where Did All the Wide Receivers Go?" and other ta- <laughs> and other tales of sadness. Oh, Jamison Crowder just dropped. That's who I was actually targeting. Alrighty. I, I think he has a because again the way that my my roster is constructed right now, I need some of those higher floor, higher volume type players. Kiki Cutie off the board as well. <laughs> Mark Andrews is the next tight end off the board. So he takes Mark Andrews over Jared Cook. But that, I mean, that's hurtful. That's very hurtful. I want you guys to know that. I mean, I might just get Jared Cook. Why not? Tom already has a tight end. The wide receivers suck. Yeah, I mean, if Jared Cook is there, I'll take Jared Cook. You know, part of me really kind of wants to target – Kyler Murray just for the fun factor, but I can't. And not, you know, with so many flexes to fill and only one quarterback spot, it just, I can't justify it. Opportunity cost, baby. Yeah, man. I wish someone would have, I wish someone would write about that at some point. Yeah. (laughs) I love that people, like, because I talk about opportunity cost and I went on the Fantasy Pros podcast last week and I talked a lot about opportunity cost and whatnot. 
and like someone messaged me on Twitter and was like, you must've been an econ major. And I'm like, bro, you learn about opportunity costs and like econ 101. You have to be a, you have to be an econ major to understand what that means. Right. Naheem Hines goes off the board after Mark Andrews. So Arby's, let's, let's run through some of these teams right now. How about that? Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, so Troy is sitting with, so Troy was at the turn. Uh, let's start at the, the top of the draft. Probably better. Uh, Evil Pete Overzet has Adam Thielen, Jarvis Landry, Cortland Sutton, CMC, Carrion Johnson, Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler. It's an interesting, interesting build. Wide receiver three of Cortland Sutton, a little questionable. Uh, Jared has Deshaun Watson, Brandon Cooks, Alshon Jeffrey, Geronimo Allison, Saquon Barkley, Devontae Freeman, and Sony Michelle. So another pretty running back heavy build. Uh, Ian has Aaron Rodgers, Stephon Diggs. He only has one wide receiver on his team right now. Stephon Diggs is his only wide receiver. Oh, uh, hell yeah. Alvin Kamara, Damian Williams, Vance McDonald, David Montgomery, and James White. God, uh, I'm, I'm in such a tough spot here. I just, mm. <laughs> Jared has Patrick Mahomes, DeAndre Hopkins, Antonio Brown, Robbie Anderson, Mark Ingram, Philip Lindsay, Lamar Miller. I'll tell you what, these teams are just very, very average all around. Because it's hard to be, it's hard to have a really good team in a 14 team. It, it is. I, you know, you, you come out of the draft and you have even, even no matter what strategy you take zero RB right running back heavy, whatever you get some good tight ends. You, you look at your lineup and you say, wow, I have at least three just disastrous players in my starting lineup every week. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I, I won't go through every roster. I realized that that was kind of a worthless exercise after starting it. Uh, Nikhil Harry goes after Naheem Hines. Um, and after Harry was Denny with Dion Lewis, who I, I really like that pick, Thank especially you. with, with Derek Henry hurting Andrew Luck comes next to, uh, to Bethany and then Baker Mayfield comes off the board, which leaves Tom who has a fairly balanced roster right now with George Kittle, Dante Moncrief, Will Fuller, Amari Cooper and Devonte Adams. And then his running backs, Chris Carson and Latavius Murray. I would argue that Tom has the most balanced roster in this draft right now. That is exciting to hear. So you can go any direction. I mean, gosh. Um, Did Cortland Sutton get taken? Not that I'm a fan of his. He did, yeah. I guess. uh, Oh, man. How much time do I have? (laughs) I don't know if I want to go. uh, I don't know if I want to go quarterback here or not. Mm. You have 10 seconds left. All right. All right. I'm just going to do this just for fun. Lamar Jackson. I like it. I like it. I took it ahead of Kyler Murray and Cam Newton, which is nuts. I'm going to do this this next pick for the brand. I'm uh, I'm up right now. Uh, I can't believe he's fallen where he's fallen, just given other tight end picks. But I'm going with Jared Cook here. Uh, nice. Thank you. Yeah, Feel, feels right like the right thing to do. Matt Breida goes after Jared Cook. I liked Matt. I, I like Matt Breida a lot. He was in my Players to Target article and podcast a couple weeks ago. So, so the best players, according to Yahoo on the board right now, are basically all quarterbacks and then Eric Ebron, which makes sense why none of these guys have been drafted. Uh, Devin Funches, the best wide receiver on the board, according to Yahoo. Uh, so this will be it'll be interesting to see what goes down, especially at my wide receiver four spot. Tom, Tom, you, you only have three wide receivers as well, right? 
Do I? Yeah, you have four. I think I have no, four, you're... right? Yeah, you have four because you got Dante Moncrief, you're right. Hey, yeah. JJ, tell me about tell me about the Bucks backfield. Peyton Barber is is got the most first team snaps, right? In the in the preseason game? I think it's just it, the way they're looking at it is more of a split, but Ronald Jones probably has just more inherent upside there. Ah, man, thanks but for But I I, I was never I was never really like a Ronald Jones guy. I didn't like him much coming out of, out of out of school. Deshaun Jackson comes next, and then Traquan Smith. Do we feel like Kalen Balaj is being overdrafted at this point? I mean, until training camp started, he was not being drafted at all, and now. Yeah, it was all it was all him getting those first team reps to start camp. Um, I still think Kenyon Drake's the better player of the two, slash the guy that you would want. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and uh, his his AD his ADP is dropping to Kenyon Drake's. Golden Tate off the board next. Uh, As my my buddy Michael Scullin on Twitter said, um, you know, with running back every every see every season we see something like Kenyon Drake is the obvious starter, the locked in guy, the guy who's going to get the workload, and then two months later you see you know uh, Feral Hog number eleven is running ahead of Kenyon Drake and training. Yeah, right, right, exactly. So I'm I'm definitely looking at wide receiver next. Uh, Devin Funches is probably at the top of my board, um, but if I don't get Funches, I'm probably gonna go with James Washington, mm. and just take a shot with it. Tom's after me, so if I go with James Washington, uh, that's good for him because he has Dante Moncrief, and he wouldn't go James Washington. Um, but I, I think James Washington is a is an interesting pick. So we're we're a hundred and twelve picks into this, and Jordan Howard remains on the board, which is a little bit late. I feel like. Yeah, Kyler Murray off the board. To evil Pete Overzet. Yeah, that's probably going to end up being a really good pick. I feel like. Yeah, Kyler Murray is going to destroy this year. He has one more pick to make, though. That being Sam. Our league mate Jay says he's at 92.69% tilt. (laughs) (laughs) Family podcast. Yes. Sorry, guys. The gardeners just showed up. Wow. I had to go shut down down the windows and uh, prevent just all kinds of noise. It's it's okay. This is the this is the S show podcast. It's fine. Yeah. Should I invite them in? Should I just bring the weed? You I, you should you really clothes? should. Yeah, you really should. We <laughs> should interview your gardeners. Tom, I'll be your gardener if if you you know if these guys don't work out. Yeah, uh, are I'd you like to see some of your work? Maybe I didn't know that you were a gardener, Denny. What yeah, do you, what actually, do you, what do you actually, guys, I'm growing pumpkins in my backyard. So you know, is that real? <laughs> No, it is. It is. I, I, I planted pumpkins. We have vines everywhere sprouting from the ground, and we're supposed to have pumpkins within the next 30 days. Wow. Oh, wow. It's pretty good. Pretty. I feel I feel accomplished. It really does. It does feel not terrible to grow something out of the ground. I, I've, I've never experienced it before. I feel like it's a it's like a human experience that uh, that I I've never I've never had or never even thought of. You know, I would I would love to have a garden. Yeah, like a, like a, a, a and grow stuff. It'd be, yeah, it'd be great. 
I mean, they tell you that you have to log off to grow a garden, but I, I don't. I just stay on Twitter while I plant the stuff. You know? Right, and then you just you, you can live stream the experience as well. That's right. That's right. You don't you don't have to give up. You don't have to sell out of to to the offline world. That's what I'm saying. Right. So uh, Lashawn McCoy just dropped off the board. So did Jordan Reed and John Brown right before him, and Kenny Stills before that. Uh, then Matt Ryan goes 117th overall. Um, so I'm eyeing Devin Funches right now, boys. Uh, as my wow. next selection, he is currently up. So I guess I'm going to just take Devin Funches as my wide receiver five. I think he is. No, That's he's my wide opinion. receiver. He's my wide receiver four. Could could be uh, could be better there. Uh, I I feel like um, Funches has always been hated to an, an amazing extent by by like the film centric type analysts like yeah. they hate Funches and the and and numbers wise you know analytics wise he's he's not looked hor- horrible especially as a college prospect but yeah um, Jordan Howard goes next to Tom uh the the thing about Funches is you know to an extension of what we were talking about earlier I need Andrew Luck to play for Funches to be worthwhile right Jordan Howard, an interesting pick. I have Jordan Howard in the Apex League. I, I I haven't really targeted him this year, but he's dropping so far in drafts that it's like, why not? And let's right. see, let's see what that backfield split looks like. Yeah, I mean, he could he you know we're we're one Miles Sanders uh, injury away from Howard being the every down back probably. Right, right. What is he at best uh, with Miles Sanders healthy? Is he short yardage goal line guy or? He'll probably at least start out that way. Right, but he'll. What everyone's expecting is for Miles Sanders to kind of take over in the way that David Johnson did that that rookie year, right? I would say that would be the the optimistic way of looking at Sanders. Yeah, I mean the the thing the thing with the Philly backfield is under Peterson they haven't had uh, anything but uh, a running back by committee. But you could argue very easily that that's that's not necessarily by choice; it's by what they had in that backfield. I mean, the best running back that they've had is probably, like, Ryan Matthews. They had that stretch with Jay Ajayi, but they yeah. haven't had good running backs. So I think that you can at least make the argument that, you know, they have a floor. That backfield has a floor. The ceiling hasn't been there for individual running backs. But what if Miles Sanders is that special? My prospect model really liked Miles Sanders. I've been drafting Miles Sanders all summer as a result of that. It kind of sucks that his ADP has, has risen, but... Um, I, I'm I'm very much a fan of Miles Sanders. Guys, we have the so, first we have the first retirement from the league. Uh, Matthew says, <laughs> "I hate my team. I quit." So we, we have our first. We we folks, we got him. We got him. Uh, I love it. James Washington off the board. Of course, you guys know that I was considering him with that pick. Uh, Michael Gallup goes before that. Carson Wentz goes after Jordan Howard. And Peyton Barber is also off the board. This draft is, this draft is going fairly quickly, though, all it things is. considered. I nope. feel like compared to other years, we've had to stop the podcast mid, mid-draft. mid I don't even know if we're going to have to do that. Yeah, um, uh, people are, are picking at high speed. You know, I, I thought that I was the only one who had been sitting around all day drinking Natty Lights and lifting weights. Right. But, you know, <laughs> we're getting ready for this draft, but apparently everybody has. My sweat has now gotten to uh, the 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 under part of my body where I'm uh, where I'm sitting. Um, I have swamp ass right now. <laughs> oh God! 
Deshaun Hamilton off the board and then Cam Newton. I appreciate I appreciate that you just that you just simplified it. The under part of my body that I'm sitting on, I have swamp ass. Yeah, yes. it's just way easier. To yes, do. ladies and gentlemen, my butt is sweating. Is sweating yeah. tremendously. Yeah, it's it's happening. Yeah, it's mine, not not the greatest. You know, mine is too. I, I I'm gonna need a, a shower. And here's the thing. I'm looking forward to a shower after this because I haven't had hot water for four days, guys. Really? Re- what? Really? Yeah, yeah. We're poor. No, I'm. Uh, but uh, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so <laughs> my actually our we need more Patreon money. money, guys. We need more Patreon yeah, money. Yeah, guy. I mean, why do you hate me so much? You won't even fund my my new water heater. Adam Humphreys and Josh Gordon off the board at the turn, and then Zay Jones after that. Josh Gordon. Wow. Josh Gordon. I have one guy who I'm targeting right now who you guys better not draft. It will put me on tilt. Oh, dude, I'm drafting him. I'm taking him. <laughs> Do you know who, who is it? Uh, it you're, 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 uh, it's uh, Devontae Parker. Oh, you're taking Parker? I'm just guessing. No, it's not Parker. It's. I'm not. I'm not. No, I'll say that it is Parker. So that you go and draft Parker. Is it? Is it? Oh wait. Is it? Is it Debo life? I'm not. I. I, I can't say anything. Oh right, right. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. Tom, cover your ears for one second. Okay. You're, Denny, you're in front of me too. You're picking in two picks. I don't know how drafts work. So. <laughs> Drew Drew Brees falls off the board. I'm completely ignoring quarterback, by the yeah. way. I, I, I just, I'm not, I'm just not. I jumped in those waters, boys. You did. At least you got, at least you got my boy, Lamar Jackson. I got him before anyone else could. I wanted to be the first guy to get him. The yeah. only guy, I guess. Someone, uh, oh Ian just said in chat, I just took a look around and I'm thankful to note that everyone's team is terrible. <laughs> it's oh. true. It's true. Russell Wilson off the board. Denny, you're up. Denny goes with Devontae Parker. That's right. Yeah. It wasn't who I was going to target. G- give me give me the Fitzpatrick YOLO balls. Please. Please. It could be interesting. <laughs> it could. This is Devontae Parker's year, guys. This is it. You don't even know. This is his year. I have so many things running on my computer right now that it's plugged in and I'm still losing battery. It's it's a, it's a sign of good computer health. Yeah, you're well, you're you're online for sure. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, Eric Ebron and then Marquise Brown goes off the board. Uh, Bethany says I'm trolling JJ because she took Eric Ebron and Zach Ertz in this draft. Two guys that were on my avoid list. Um, but her team's looking good. She has Andrew Luck, Tyreek Hill, Cooper Cup, AJ Green, Ezekiel Elliott, Rashad Penny, Zach Ertz, Marvin Jones, Michael yeah. Gallup, and Eric Ebron. Solid squad. Tom is on the clock right now. Tom, don't snipe me, bro. I think I'm hoping I snipe you, I guess. I mean, I know we're friends, but it would just be don't, fun don't, don't, to don't see. Don't snipe me here, Tom. Next time I'm in L.A., we're not going out. That's right. If you snipe me here. Uh, I'm just going to watch your reaction as I do this to see if this hurts or not. Here we go. Oh, no! You <laughs> snipe me, Tom! No! <laughs> no! You took Debo! I wanted Debo. Debo life. Uh, there are no wide uh, receivers that I care anything about left on the board right now. Like none. That was worth. That was worth the trouble of printing up JJ's expert rankings off of number fire <laughs> and sniping him with them. Tom, you, well, you you own JJ with his own ranking. That's that's vicious. 
Yeah, that was really, really rough. I am going to go with, oh man, I'm just going to go with a guy that I don't even like. I guess I'm tilting right now so hard. There's two guys that I'm considering. It's between it's between Ronald Ro, Ronald Jones, Ronald Reagan, and Andrew Jackson. Just Justin Jackson. Uh, I'm gonna go with Ronald Jones and just wow. see what happens. He's my RB five. I can afford it. I uh, I was hoping that this is the one episode where we didn't have to get political, but apparently not. Apparently we had to we had to dive into politics again. So I'll say my next you, you want to know what my next who my next target's going to be? Uh we have all these wide receivers falling off the board. I need a high floor wide receiver. I need a guy who can just get me 7 targets per game, 6 targets per game. And you might be sitting there saying, "Who the hell is going to get you that kind of volume this late in the draft?" And the answer to that is my boy Trey Quinn. Wow. That's a good I might consider him. I'm going to get Trey Quinn next. Oh wait, you go before you, me. That's why. I Denny, was, you gotta you gotta learn how drafts work. Denny. Yeah, I've I've never drafted a team before. This is my first one. I'm okay. just I'm tilting so hard over this Debo thing. Doesn't Trey Quinn look like he's like 14 years old and all? He looks his, like, like he he looks photos? like that he ju- he looks like that he just got done starring in a Disney Channel movie. <laughs> like uh, I, as like as a as a high school student, like he was in Brink. <laughs> uh, you would take. Trey Quinn over, uh, I don't know why this name stands out, Quincy Anunwa? I would. I don't, I don't love Anunwa. Right? Yeah, I don't really love him. You just, yeah, nothing really he's happened just, there. Just a, he's just a, yeah, he's just a dude, you know. Uh, you got Robert Foster, Austin Hooper, Muhammad Sanu. A lot of, lot of bad wide receivers dropping off the board. I swear, there's four teams in front of me. If one of them t- take Trey Quinn, I'm going to take this Joe Flacco. <laughs> doll- what would you call this, you guys? Um, cardboard cutout? It's like a thick, big-headed Joe Flacco. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a weird description. It's like it's like a fat Joe Flacco. No, that's no. not what it is. Yeah, but, but what that, your... that... Oh, that's funny. You need an updated uh, version of dark Flacco, you know, like the... Like the uh... The jaded, uh, evil Flacco that's in Denver now. Yeah, the rugged one. Yeah, the guy. Yeah, the guy who's like determined to uh, seek vengeance. Oh, Trey Quinn dropped off the board. Oh, oh man, my oh, wide receivers gosh. suck. I'm just gonna have to get my my man Andy Isabella and have another Arizona Cart. No, I can't do that because I have Larry Fitzgerald, Trey Burton. Why? Wait, wait, wait. I, I I think that's okay. I mean, it's just it's. I have David Johnson also. Uh, I'm going to actually just go with, um, do I want to do this? Probably not. I'm, 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 I'm looking down the list right now. Actually, you know who I want? I'm just gonna... I took, I took Hunter Renfro. Wow. With, with my Hard next not. selection. So, so JJ, you were determined to take a white receiver. That's what I'm hearing. That's, what that's I'm right. Thinking. That's right. No, I needed I my my team desperately needed a wide receiver who has a chance to see a really really high floor, and Hunter Renfro realistically could could end up seeing that, especially with this Darren Waller thing that's going on, um, all of that. Just Justice Hill was on the board still. Uh, I have too many running backs, Tom. That's like my favorite pick of the draft. Yeah, that's right good. There. I I love oh, ju- I have Justice Hill on every single one of my dynasty teams. I drafted him everywhere this year. I'm very, very excited about him. 
It looks good. I just have way too many too oh, many running backs right now. It's my go. Hey guys, I'm gonna take Washington's RB one with this pick. Oh, Denny going with AP. <laughs> when you can get a 47 year old running back in a draft, I think you have to take the opportunity. Hey, what was your nickname? It was was it Sheep Flacco? Was that yeah? Thing? Back in the day, it was Sheep Flacco. What was yeah. Sheep? How did you guys come up with sheep flat? I think it was like the the hair and thickness, right? Right. Like it was like sheep hair. Right. Because you you said that your hair grows out and not really like long. Yeah. So well, like <laughs> if I didn't shave the sides, I mean I yeah. haven't done my hair, but if I if I don't shave my sides, it just grows like an afro. Right. Like, right. Right. Like right. Out. But it's all straight, so it's not really like an afro because it's not curly hair. It looks horrendous. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, Tom, JJ is cursed with incredibly thick hair. Wait, I'm <laughs> oh, talking yeah. to, I'm talking to two guys with amazing hair. Stop this. This is ridiculous. You can't you can't taunt me about this hair situation when you guys have gorgeous hair. Well, wow. thank wow. you. Thank you. Yeah. That's not I mean, come on. We got we have someone who's who plays a gorgeous dad on television. <laughs> and then we have Denny who's known for his hair on Twitter. Yeah, but I, I have to work like hell, man. My hair naturally is just like just like a, a limp mess just in my face. I mean, I have I'm I look, I'm I'm hashtag blessed with some thick hair. It's fair. It's good stuff. Uh after Justice Hill is Antonio Callaway and then Kalen Balage, Adrian Peterson, Damian Harris, and Ito Smith. It's just it, it makes me regret taking running backs early so much that there's guys like Justice Hill that I could have had. <laughs> Keyshawn Johnson uh, off the board now for for Arizona. Interesting pick. I think that another Arizona wide receiver is still better, Andy Isabella. Wait, did did I see that Jordan Reed went like like forty minutes ago? Yeah, he went. Yeah, he went uh, at the 20, 20 minute mark in this draft, essentially. What? Yeah, he's been gone, man. He's been gone. But that seems bullish. I don't know. They're listeners of this podcast. They know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the the, the read uh, hunger is real. There's a team called Speaking of Trauma. Is that? <laughs> That's from the uh, email. Uh, oh, chain. Right, right. Speaking. I of was trauma. too busy being a dad on the email chain that I couldn't even read everything. Yeah, we also, by the way, we also have no. I am Spartacus as a team name. <laughs> yeah, just a really good team. Name. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really really good team name. <laughs> I can appreciate that one. That's a good one. They're coming for you, Tom. You can't. You can't come at me. <laughs> Have you guys ever talked about doing another another uh, that thing you do movie? Oh my god! No one's ever talked about it. I mean, what would what would the premise be? Are they adults and they're they get yeah. together like in the in the eighties? Like I think yeah. it should be an eighties theme. Yeah, oh. I agree. They like run. They like run it back as I adults. Would be obsessed with that idea obsessed oh well, my no, they, god they remake they they're remaking like there there are no new ideas anymore everything's just a remake right isn't that the way that hollywood works these days 100 percent. and actually speaking of 80s themes denny you just tweeted something that really stuck with me something about how everyone's trying to convince everybody that the, that the 80s is like a thing like that we should be nostalgic for the 80s what yeah. kids that haven't lived through them yeah what did you say oh i said that netflix engineers every show uh, for people to be, for people who are too young to remember the '80s, to be nostalgic about the '80s. Yeah, that, that's, that's right. right. It's that's so right. true. It's right. It's so, it's sort of. I mean, it fits. It fits me 
It fits you fairly well, Denny, right? It does. Yeah. It definitely I mean, I was born in 88. So definitely fits me. Uh like I I grew the, the, I always talk to Denny about this, but I was born on the same and and, and raised in the same uh, under the same uh, pop culture things that Denny was because I had older siblings. Mm-hmm. So I grew up watching Saved by the Bell and all that sort of thing. When kids my age, not all of them did, if they were like the oldest in their family, you know. Um, but like I, the like Stranger Things is a great example. There's references that I get and I feel this sense of nostalgia, but I don't even know why I would. Right. You know what I mean? It's it's crazy. So, Tom, listen, that idea, if, if you guys made a movie, a sequel where where you guys are in the 80s and, you know, you're like a like a super jaded, um, uh, like ma- like mail it in type of pop band that like yeah. like wants to rediscover the magic at some point. I mean, that is um, <laughs> that's an amazing premise. I would I would like camp out at the movie theater for that. That would be amazing. Wow, maybe uh, maybe we should all write this. <laughs> I'll do it. I'm still gonna get Andy Isabella, guys. Wow. I'm just gonna get hashtag my guys now. Yeah, like Tom, you guys are making uh, uh, you guys are making like like really bland like synth music, you know, like you but but it's yeah. music that you hate, <laughs> yeah. you know. It's it, yes, like absolutely. You, you can't stand it, but you keep making it over and over again. Well, have, have, the, like... have the wonder. The real question is: Have have the wonders been a success throughout that that time gap? No, because they broke up. And what it is is uh, is Jimmy, the suffering artist, is probably still trying to make his music. But all anybody wants to hear him sing is that thing you do, right? Uh-huh. Right, right. So right. he's just depressed. Like yes. He's, and uh, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't Which it all has come to down happen. to uh, yeah. Maybe it could maybe it could be a sequel, but it's such a good first movie. I'd I'd never want to be responsible for trying to come up with a sequel for it. Isn't isn't that same premise the what what happened with Steve Carell in The Office that he like wanted like he it it became him that role of Michael Scott right and he needed a change essentially a break and he signed through those seven seasons and he was like I I need to not do this anymore because it's basically becoming who I am. I, I don't know. I mean, uh, he certainly went on and did totally different roles after that, like with um, right. the big, what was that movie that he did? The Big Short? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a total departure from, from Michael Scott. And uh, yeah, I, w- I would imagine, you know. It would be hard. Such a successful character. Yeah, it would be yeah, hard. Yeah, it would be really, really hard. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually now, now I'm imagining what a, um, what like a, like a redone <laughs> Uh, like early '80s new wave version of that thing you do uh, would sound like, you know, like j- just if if you guys like kept redoing it in different ways to to push it yeah. out there. Yeah, <laughs> each each generate like each each decade gets a different version of that song. Yeah, and you could flash back to the '70s where you guys are like fake hippies for a lo- for a little while. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> no, it'd be perfect. Do you, you just need a bunch, that, um, of, guy... bunch of synths. <laughs> It's all synth. That's it. Just the flock of seagulls hair. Yeah, right. <laughs> Super embarrassing. Man, the, the the picks that are going off the board right now are just so trash. We had Giovanni Bernard, Rex Burkhead. Miko Hardman went 166th overall, which is actually not a bad pick. Uh, Jamal Williams, uh, Jarek McKinnon to evil Pete Overzet, Randall Cobb. I think I just said Randall Cobb, but... I mean that that that's what we're looking at right now. So Randall Cobb's in the league apparently. 
Yeah, right, right. That's what I'm hearing. I got to see. I mean, who are the best wide receivers on the board right now? Terry McLaurin, Nelson Aguilar go off the board. I'm probably looking at, at Marquise Goodwin here um, because he's, you know, he has a chance to, to start. <laughs> he's a body. Oh, guys, guys, Troy, Troy, our league mate Troy just said, <laughs> I I Googled Randall Cobb camp. <laughs> <laughs> And got and got information on the camp that he runs. <laughs> That's how good of a camp Randall Cobb is having. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good stuff. I ended up getting Marquise Goodwin, and oh. what'd you get, Preston? Tom just like pre- this, uh, just Preston. a preseason guy. I mean, he might be. But who knows? He looks – He, I mean, he's looking the part. He's, he's an athletic dude. Greg Olson goes next at 176th overall. My team is trash. <laughs> That's just bad. But I don't have a quarterback. Denny and I don't have quarterbacks right now, and the best quarterback available is Jameis Winston. So I'm feeling, feeling decent about the quarterback situation. It's my turn to yeah, draft, dear God. Have you ever thought about – have you ever written anything, Tom? I did a short film called Glock um, about a spy. It's an unfortunate title in this day and age to name a short film after a gun. Yeah, but um, yeah. but it's, a, it's just like an 11-minute short film that I wrote and directed and starred in and uh, got, some, got some good people to be involved in. Uh, I'm super proud of it. You can see it on YouTube. It's called Glock. I would – I would search Glock Tom Everett Scott because if you just search Glock, like a hundred thousand videos of people oh, firing yeah. their guns yeah. comes up, which is not fun. But um, yeah, yeah, that's the only thing I've written and directed. And I enjoyed doing it, but I realized that I'm really an actor, and you know, I'm going to leave that to the real writers, right? Who, who you know, sit in, sit in the chair and 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 really like grind it out because I think that's what it is. I think it's it's just hard for me to kind of cut that, you know that kind of work in yeah i uh i know what i'm doing after the draft you're writing the sequel to that thing you do well i mean before that i need to prepare by watching glock honestly (laughs) i do too oh (laughs) sweet i think you'll like it (laughs) um tony pollard went off the board i i almost wish that i would have drafted him and realized that he was still on the board Oh shit! No, I've just been I've just been ignoring running back because of what I did earlier. This is this is the problem of hosting a podcast, going running back heavy. This is just this is a disaster. By the way, I I reached hardcore on uh, on Jalen Richard. Um, I think I got him in the twelfth round. Uh, so so I, th- there's that. I just wanted to to mention that just for roasting purposes. I I I it was one of those things where I felt like I wasn't going to get him, but who cares? I mean, what why did I do that? I'm tilting so hard about it. That's right. Um you had Chase Edmonds go next. Oh man. Man. Chase Edmonds, he he could actually be getting touches like from week 1, right? Yeah, he could. There's the possibility. Oh God! By the way, Theo Riddick is like is out for two months. Is that what I hear? Yeah. Wow. That, that That's good news helps for Philip Lindsay. Lindsay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I for a while there, he seemed like the most important running back in fantasy. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. I'm going through uh, right Lindsay. now and just marking players. 
so I can actually talk to you guys. Yeah, it's okay. We we don't need you. We can just we Tom. We can do this all right, together. Peace out. That's all right. We can handle this. I don't know what to I've say. Been enjoying, I've been enjoying uh, everything that you guys have been doing in the in the off season, and uh, this is one of my favorite times of year because uh, it just I don't know. I'm just a consumer of of, of the uh, fantasy football community's you know content. Uh, yeah. I've been really psyched. Well, Tom, th- this is this is the best time of year, right? I mean, it only gets worse from here as far as fantasy That's football. Right. Yeah, 100%. Tom. Tom and I have another draft coming up. Is it on Monday? I think next, yeah. uh, th- this next Monday. Uh, the Wilson Lives League. Uh, it's it's yeah. it's fantasy experts with with a bunch of Hollywood people, Hollywood folk. Uh, Chris Harris is in it. Roto Pat's in it. Uh, Brandon mm-hmm. Funston's in it. Uh, and yeah, a and couple, uh, TV writers. Yeah, a couple TV writers. It's 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 fantasy experts versus Hollywood is what the the league is. It's it's super fun, but uh, but I just I, I I'm starting from uh, ground zero, except I'm keeping Lindsay for ten dollars. He's my only yeah. keeper. You have a killer keeper list. I well I I I was fortunate that I drafted Alvin Kamara his rookie year, so I've just been able to keep him year over year, and then I have Damian Williams and Dante Pettis as well for pretty cheap. Uh, Darwin Thompson just went that 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 was that's tilting. If I oh, so if I become I, a if I become a Hollywood writer, can I get in that league? Yeah. Oh yes, we Likely. need you in that league. Who can we bump for uh, Danny in that league? <laughs> I mean probably, JJ. Pro- probably me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Ty Montgomery, uh, folks. Ty Montgomery's off the board. Mark it down. Woo! This is pick. just this is just all unfortunate. I'm so mad that so Malcolm. I didn't even see Malcolm Brown got drafted. But he did. Yeah, that's that's a bummer. Uh, so Malcolm Brown's off the board. Like my, my some of my favorite late round dart throws: Darwin Thompson, Tony Pollard, Malcolm Brown. This is this is the problem of going running back early in a, in a format like this. I'm I'm tilting. <laughs> oh, here uh, I go. Quincy Anunwa and Albert Wilson just went. I'm gonna have to dig deep here. Tom's going right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at this wide. Denny, just just start talking a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we're we're gonna keep talking. So I actually, um, I'm kind of glad I took Noah Fant as my tight end too, because I, I took uh, Hunter Henry, or as I call him, Hunter, uh, earlier in the draft. So I, I took Noah Fant, thinking that it was a little bit uh, of a reach, but but then all the other several other tight ends went off the board, and now and now the the the, the position is sort of a, a wasteland. Um, I guess you do still have Jack Doyle, which I mean. You know, Doyle could kind of easily outscore Ebron if if last year's um, trends hold up, right? And so yeah, if those splits happen, e- yeah. Ebron Ebron went uh, four rounds ago. Whoever took Ebron, I'm sorry, I want to apologize. You're probably tilting out of your skull right now, but yeah. Uh, d- yeah. Uh, Tom just took Delaney Walker uh, in the uh, pick 190. I'm actually just going to go strictly for upside here. I already have a tight end in Jared cook. Um, but if something happens in the preseason or if he just, if this guy just breaks out, why not? I'm going to go with Dallas Goddard. Goddard season. And I, I've, I've talked on Twitter that in a regular redraft league, that's not deep like this and it's not best ball. Uh, I am not targeting Dallas Goddard. I think he's going to be one of the first people that you might drop because he's not going to be very predictable. Best ball. He makes a lot of sense. Uh, but in a deep league like this, uh, where you can just stash guys, I think he's he's at least worthwhile. 
Yeah, I think this is a case of everybody being a value at some point. And, you know, uh, earlier in the offseason, maybe not so much now, but but in June and July, Goddard was going at sort of a ridiculous ADP. And I think you called that out on Twitter a couple of times. Right. Um, uh, but in the 15th round of a um, or the 14th round of, of a 14 team league, I, um, I, th- I I really like the pick. In fact, I'm I'm now extremely jealous of that pick. <laughs> uh, so we had after Goddard, we have Equ- Equinemius St. Brown, Miles Boykin. That's a pretty good pick. And Gerald Everett uh, falling off the board. Uh, I was going to a lot of Boy- picks. Yeah, there are a lot of picks like Boykin's one where I'm just like, why? What? Like, I, I, I wish I could commit and do and make a good pick like that. <laughs> but I can't. These rankings are just all over the place for Yahoo that I'm kind of just drafting off of and saying, hey, I really like this guy. I'm going to get him. Don't worry, guys. Torrey Smith is still on the board. So I have him in a uh, a best ball dynasty league. Good God, man. Best ball dynasty is really fun. Is is Pierre Garçon still on the Niners? No. Yeah. I didn't. Th- it, it lists him here as being on the Niners, so I was confused. I just found one guy who I'm, I'm now targeting. Oh man! Hey, John Ross turned into John Ross the <laughs> third. I just saw that. So yeah, John. So it's uh, John Z. Ross the third Esquire. Marquise Lee, Taylor Gabriel. Man, Hakeem. Or, oh, what? what, what, what Harrison Butker? I thought it was Hakeem Butler at oh, first. Oh, who went? Who went Butker? <laughs> who went Butker? That's he was evil. Evil Peter over that. Yeah. <laughs> who went Butker? <laughs> who went Butker is uh, is probably the the name of my uh, documentary. <laughs> <laughs> who who is still listening to this podcast right now? Yeah, no, I, come on, guys, you you have to have logged Me. off by now. Yeah, Me, had, I'm, I'm like listening, stop. going like, oh, what else did I say? <laughs> this is just this is just not not great. I'm I'm just searching for the the bottom of the barrel wide receivers right now. This is rough. Oh, for sure. Me too. I'm doing the same thing. Going down a deep deep list. Tommy Lee Lewis, Bobo Wilson, Bobo Wilson. Darius Jennings, man, it's just it's it's rough out there. Richard Matthews, who just retired, I might have to get him. So, so we have to take a quarterback at some point, right? Because they they won't let you. I believe so. Yeah, that's. Uh, we had Kenneth Dixon, DJ Chark, and uh, Alexander Madison. I didn't even realize he was still on the board. He lasted that long. That's crazy. Again, I'm 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 just looking strictly at wide receivers right now. That's all I've been doing. Uh, Gus Edwards falls off. You know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take a chance. Maybe something happens with this particular player. I'm gonna go with Tom. You team. took my guy. Oh. <laughs> Look at that. Got the snipe back, and I got Jacoby Myers. Did. Lighten up camp. Doing well in the preseason. Didn't love him prospect wise, um, but he wasn't horrible. JJ Arcega Whiteside goes to Tom next. Elite first name. Elite, yes. Uh, so the the Myers guy is going to catch like twelve touchdowns, huh? Yeah, I mean he's just gonna he's gonna dominate. No, I'm I'm kind of being serious, but yeah, I, I, uh, if it, it just feels he feels like the kind of guy who 
could like post like a Brandon Lloyd random wide receiver one season. Yeah. Mark it It'd down. Be interesting. I hope he gets gets more. Uh, I hope he gets like first team run in one of these preseason games when Tom Brady, if Tom Brady finds the field. Van- Vandalay Industries, by the way, is is a, is a team name here. That's a that's a throwback. Denny just that's took Jameis. Right? Yeah, what is that from? That, that's from Wait. Seinfeld. Come on, man. From Seinfeld. Uh, who's the Who's right. the refrigeration guy in the office? What was uh, his name? Vance Vance Refrigeration. Yeah. yeah. Vandalay Industries. It's George's fake company. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Who, who am brain, I talking to? I don't. I don't speak Seinfeld. I. I really don't know it as well. Well, I know so I, many people who do. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not like a hardcore fan. Like, uh, if I was with a fan, I probably wouldn't even talk about Seinfeld. But um, if I know more about something than than the people I'm with, then I'm going to make them feel bad about it. So that's what I'm doing here. <laughs> Perfect. AJ Brown off the board. TJ Yeldon off the board. John Ross. Denny did take the QB, his QB one, and Jameis Winston. I still don't have a quarterback. We're almost into round sixteen of eighteen. You you beat uh, me in the game of chicken. I did. I mean, look, you still have Dak, Philip Rivers, Roethlisberger, Jimmy G. I'll likely get Dak next just because of the that early season schedule. Um, and I can say that because you guys already have your quarterbacks. Um, but I'll, I'll likely likely get Dak. Yeah, I I was thinking about about Dak, uh, but outside of that early season schedule, it kind of seems a little a little iffy. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably we'll see. I might, have to not, get two, I, might, it, I might have to be the rare team to get two quarterbacks in this league. Yeah, I mean, that's not a bad idea because it's um, it gets a little tricky uh, streaming in a 14-team league, honestly. A little bit, yeah. Fortunately, everyone kind of follows the same strategy and doesn't roster more than one very often. Or you can just wait and stream Nick Foles in the championship and win. That's right. That's right. I, wow. I do feel like Cousins is being downgraded an unnecessary amount here, uh, not just in this draft, but overall. Uh, he he had a disastrous 2018 and finished as, I believe, the QB 11. Is that right? Yeah, he was something like that. And and I mean, it couldn't have gone worse. And, 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 and oh. he finished as a top 12 quarterback. If it goes slightly better, it, he we're talking about a quarterback nine, eight, seven, something in there. Right. Uh, Dak Prescott just fell off the board, boys. No, so there you go. I'm looking at a Tom Brady, Jacoby Myers stack. That's right. Oh God. Tom Brady, Jacoby Myers stack. Yeah, that well, that's what you went into the draft hoping for. That's right. That's exactly right. I th- I think that's risky because Tom Brady is selling his home and he's clearly leaving. Oh, the yeah. New England area. Mid- mid- yeah, mid season. <laughs> Uh, next is Devontae Booker, who might make the team now because Theo Riddick got hurt. It's rough. It is. The one thing with Brady, though, the, the early season schedule isn't that bad uh, from a from an opponent standpoint, um, which is why, why I would consider him. Uh, I know New England opens up against the Steelers. Um, I'll look yeah. it up right now. I'm gonna pull it up. That's why I'm talking out of my butt right now. Oh, and yeah, and you have swamp butt. I mean, it's just <laughs> yeah, it's just my, you're talking. I'm currently, currently talking out of my sweaty butt. Uh, you get <laughs> New England gets Pittsburgh at home week one. Then they get Miami. 
Then they get the Jets and the Bills. So they at least get two weeks probably of decent enough production. Um, I feel like the Patriots, the Patriots play the Steelers at least four times every year. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean, this is what happened. This is what happens though when teams win divisions consistently. True. Not that not that this not that that happened last year for Pittsburgh, but now we're just playing that division. The Steelers are just playing that division this year. Philip Dorsett, strong pick from Tom. Uh, we had Deontay Foreman go before that. Elijah McGuire, Jack Doyle, Jimmy Graham. I'm gonna throw a curveball and go with Jimmy Garoppolo first uh, as my as my QB one because of that week. Actually, you know what? I'm changing my mind. I'm going to go with Philip Rivers. Oh. And just get straight up just easy production. Don't put don't don't be cute. You're you're getting the the not cute floor is what you're getting. That's right. It's not cute at all. <laughs> but I think that they should uh or he should he should be fine this year. Yeah, I mean, he is what he is, yeah. And their opening schedule, they get the Colts week one, then the Lions and the Texans. That's two out of three. They're playing top quarterbacks if Andrew Luck's able to play. Listen, guys, now that's what I call analysis. When you can say he is what he is and then move on, that's that's why people tune into this podcast. <laughs> yes. No, no one, no one now should be listening to the show. I'd love to see the drop-off so, numbers of this episode. This is when we should put the that easter egg in you know, some kind of bonus if you know the secret word oh yeah oh, yeah that's a good that's a good call what what should the secret word of this episode be that people can can throw at us on twitter how about um that thing you do sequel yeah okay nice. hashtag that thing you do sequel oh yeah yeah that we thing gotta... you do too yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that oh, thing you do too. That's good stuff. Because it actually sounds good. Denny, you shouldn't. You shouldn't be a uh, a, a movie producer. No. I, I. I guess. I guess I've. I guess you've I've been owned. You, you've been owned. You've been canceled as a uh, as a as a movie producer. Yeah, it's not the first time. Yeah. Uh, that thing you do too, and the number two. Not. Although, although you could make it fun and family friendly and put T O O, right? Oh. You know that's that kind of fun. Too. Yeah, then that's in kind of parentheses, fun. electric boogaloo. Yeah. <laughs> Book and the eighties theme. That's oh actually man! Good. Hey Tom, I was looking through my phone the other day because Avery will take my phone and like want to see pictures sometimes and stuff because it's adorable when children do that. And so uh-huh. I was scrolling through and I found the video. So Tom and I went out in LA when I was out there uh, like a year and a half ago. And the video, I, I showed Tom my magic trick. I knew it. Where, where I, made, I made a napkin disappear. And then it came out of my mouth. Yeah. It's a great magic trick. I, 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 Did is she that, like it? Oh, that, she, she loved it, yeah. Yeah, was that when your uh, virginity was restored? When you... <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with magic, Denny. <laughs> That's crazy. Nothing wrong. Justin Watson just got drafted. Why are why, why is this happening right now? Uh there are defenses being drafted. I forgot that that has to happen as well. But we only have yeah. two more rounds. I'm actually going to go uh quarterback again here and um I might go with Kirk Cousins or something. We'll see. Do it. Yeah. I I I might just get like two really really high floor boring quarterbacks and see what happens. 
Actually, I'm I'm going I'm going to go with Josh Allen. I think I only have defense and kicker left. Is that possible? I guess you don't need to just fill your. I guess you don't need to fill your roster, Denny. Oh shoot! <laughs> Denny's been owned. Dang it! Oh well. You know, in that case, I'm actually gonna. I'm gonna instead of going quarterback, I'm gonna go. Uh, Deontay Johnson, for the Steelers, be a homer. Tom is. This up. is me. Wow, which defense do I want? Currently, an hour and a half of this podcast has been recorded. That's actually not bad for this draft, given how deep it is and how many rounds. Uh, but we'll have like an hour and a half podcast episode. That's right, and I, and I, I think, get to edit tomorrow. I think I, right. I think as a big thank you, uh, you you all can go to our Patreon page and uh, sign up. You know. Yeah. Who's got a better defense, Jacksonville or Minnesota? Or the Rams? I'd probably oh. go Minnesota. Oh, the Rams. All right. Oh, wait, I got the Chargers. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wrong Los Angeles team. That's Darn okay. It. I think they're okay. Oh, right. Yeah, they're okay. Who cares? We're they streaming those Brissett. guys. Huh? Yeah, we're streaming. Oh, what if they are? Wow. Do the Lions just look terrible now? Oh, yeah, they're yes. pretty not great. I so does that downgrade Carry what... On Johnson? Um, I, I still think he'll be all right because he's gonna he's gonna see a lot of volume through the air. He's gonna have a really high floor. So I'm still I'm still cool with him. Um, I I'll never forgive the Lions for for doing what they've done to Matthew Stafford. Like, right. Stafford used to be so much fun. Yeah. And now now he's he's Alex Smith but worse. Like he's he they actually made him more boring than Alex Smith. Yeah. But he's taking all these rest days. Do you think that he's having some strength issues with his arm? Mm. I don't know. I know they have a stud at wide receiver. <laughs> baby Tron? Baby. Baby Tron. <laughs> The smallest Tron. The smallest <laughs> Tron. That's right. Man, this is a, a, a deep draft with not a lot left. There's I'm, not a lot left in, in our tanks to even talk at this yeah, point. Yeah, I'm 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 running out of gas. I just got Alfred Morris and internally I, I was I was celebrating. <laughs> Honestly, I have him I have him queued up as a as a uh, a starred player to, to draft. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, this has gone by quickly. I, w- I want to say, guys. Yeah, I think so too. I want to give I want to give a lot of love and shout out to the to the league mates because uh, yeah. they did a great job drafting. A lot of fun. Some funny comments in the chat. Um, some great convos today, boys. Yes, yes, really Absolutely. quite good. Quite quite good. Hey, remember we when can... we people were drafting John Kelly in the Rams backfield and he never played a snap? Hey, Denny, don't don't talk down on John Kelly. <laughs> John Kelly is a good running back. What is he still on the Rams? They just don't matter. Yeah, he is actually. That was a tough landing spot for him, huh? It was, and he also he. I I genuinely think that John Kelly. I think that the process was right for John Kelly. He had some off the field stuff, he, but he was, he was a fifth rounder. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, he couldn't come out of that, but it's a really tough landing spot. Like you said, you have 
Todd Gurley ahead of him. Malcolm mm-hmm. Brown. I was hoping that he would have gotten run when Malcolm Brown. People forget that Malcolm Brown broke his collarbone last year. That's why he was that. That's why the the. So I, I go out on Twitter and I say Malcolm Brown is a good late round dart throw, and they say, well, why did C.J. Anderson carry the football when Malcolm instead of Malcolm Brown when Todd Gurley was hurt last year? Malcolm Brown was on IR. That's why that happened. But why wouldn't they? Why didn't? Why did they sign C.J. off the street and not just use John Kelly? I guess he just wasn't developed enough. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think it's. I I I would assume that our my evaluation. Anyone else who like John Kelly is just probably wrong. Um, and he's just not, you know, it's, it's a team that needed to win. They're entering the playoffs. They need the veteran presence and CJ Anderson fit the bill. You know, he was, he was that guy for them. And where's CJ now in uh, Detroit, right? Yes. He's up in Detroit. Well, we're about to end this draft. Tom, do you have anything to say to the people? Yeah, I mean, for anybody who's still listening, you know, we're open to any suggestions for our new script that we're going to be working on. Um, You know, just let me know. You think Guy (laughs) and Faye are still together? You know, do you want to hear some music from from Del Paxton? Do you want to hear, you know, who do you want to hear music from? Uh, The Chantrelines? What do you want to know? I dig it. I dig it. Uh, By the way, my uh, Avery, my daughter, had a first birthday party, and the playlist that I created was all Yacht Rock music <laughs> and there's nothing it. better than yacht rock music it's very and yacht rock is pretty 80s as well you can go Absolutely. that direction too like you could go I like love- the hollow notes you can go like the hollow notes direction too with with dreamy kind of music. yeah dreamy exactly. love me some uh christopher cross and some yeah uh, there you go you know michael uh who's that guy um yeah i'm gonna be there oh who's yeah. that michael mcdonald <laughs> mcdonald yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly by the way, uh, Tom, you know what makes for great yacht rock is uh, uh, David Bowie's Tonight album. Yeah, uh, you know what? Because of that article you sent me, I am definitely going to dive into some of those yeah. albums that you were talking about. Yeah. Awesome. Denny, where can everyone find you on Twitter? Tom, what's your Twitter handle that everyone can follow you at? Everyone can follow me on Twitter at uh, Tom E. Scott and on Instagram at the Tom Everett Scott. Denny, where where are you at? At CD Carter thirteen. Uh, also, I have to plug this. I, I'm I'm legally obliged to say go to DraftDayConsultants.com and get the advantage on your competition in 2019. I'm on Twitter at Late Round QB. Guys, you want to go get a milkshake? Let's do it. Yes. Thanks for listening, guys. If you made it this far, don't forget to 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 send the hashtag so we can see how many people actually made it this far. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Live in the Stream. We hope you enjoyed the internet podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes now. It won't take long, it's fast. For more fantasy football info, 